Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. I am a believer. Like an army. I have an alert mind, a receptive spirit, an attentive heart, and active faith. My life is full of energy. I know that the Lord has something for me today, and I will not leave without it. What I receive today. Will keep by the Holy Ghost that dwells in us, and what I keep will change and keep on changing my life forever. If you believe that, lift your hands and let the world hear the greatest shout of praise. Amen. You are a peculiar people. The Bible or the sacred scriptures call you so. You are not a normal person. You are a new species of being, a new creation. When we talk about being born again as it's clearly stated in the word of God, we look at the original language and, and, and we see that it's also born from the source. You see, you were not, you're not an adopted orphan. You were born of the one that has always been planning to make you what he is going to pay to supply you with. You were born from the source or born from above or born of the spirit and born of the water. You're born anew. You're born afresh. You're not born to have a second time. You're born to have the first time of being in likeness with God. He who is in Christ, and please excuse the he because it's talking about an individual. Amen. It's talking about this dear lady that was testifying our children, whether they're boys or girls. It's talking about those of us that believe. Yes. If you are in Christ, if you have not only Christ is in you, 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 you said, come into my life, but you're in Christ because why? Because when you went to that sacred, holy, 
water of baptism, you were immersed by the power of the fullness of his name and the activity of the Holy Spirit verifying into the very death of his physical body and then raised up into the very inheritance of his resurrection life to live inside of you. Glory be to God. Being put to death or dying with him in baptism, you were raised to live in newness of life, the different kind of life. I'm going to slow down. The God kind of life. I'm going to irritate the devil. The above life. The victory life. The can't touch this life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. And so this, this, this um, believing with our hearts and confessing with our mouth is not a one-time thing every day in our life that we choose to stand for the Lord instead of backpedal for the world. Every time we choose to, I think I'm talking to standers. I think I'm talking to people that will not backpedal. Every time you choose to say, no, I will not be silent regarding the one that has given me the voice. I've got the voice for the world today. Every time you do that. Every time we do that. Every time we do that, we are confessing him before men. And he says, he who confesses me before men, I will confess him before my father, which is in heaven. Wait wait a minute. Is that talking about only when we get to heaven? And, And when we get there, then Jesus said, yeah, yeah, that's one of mine. Let him in. Is, is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking about every time you refuse to fear the devil, God has got your back, got your help, got your promotion, got your blessing. Come on, somebody. You're a peculiar person. You hear me? I'm talking to you, son. You hear me? You're a peculiar person. Doesn't matter how long we go not seeing one another. You're a peculiar person. God wants to remind you, daughter, that you're a peculiar person. That there is a breakthrough in your life. There is an overflow in your life. You're not average. You're not. You're, you're not peripheral. You're not. You're, you're not. You're not merely immortal. You have been indwelt by God. So you're 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 a receiver. So can, can I give you word, um, Alaska? Give you word, Alaska. We're coming. And um, I won't mention everywhere we're going, but lift your hand up. Say, wherever I'm at, Doc's going to visit me. It's exactly right. 
Exactly right. Um, still teaching on authority and, and power and teaching on what um, Pastor Christie was trying to articulate, <laughs> manifesting the results or the supply of the kingdom of God on earth. Manifesting the kingdom of God on earth. Jesus said that's his will. He said, he said to the 72, 72, hit someone say 72. Original Greek says 72, okay? 70, 72, you know. Someone said, well, there's other religions. That, yeah, they stole it from the Christians. <laughs> 72, amen? And these are disciples, not anything else. 72 is a good number when it's in the Bible. So is 70. So if you want to go with 70, go with 70. But 70, how many read the Greek and there says 72? Anybody? Wave at me. FCD, you better wave. But when the Lord sent us, he proved that he had not ever limited himself to 12 apostles. But he sent out 72. Now those that were sent out by virtue of being sent out, the word apostolic was in there because they were sent out apostolically. That's what the word sent out means. Now, if they were sent out to carry uh, something and just deliver it, then, then their mission was apostolic. But if they were sent out to do what he does, then they were uh, uh, functioning as apostles sent apostolically. So there wasn't only 12 apostles. There wasn't a later on two more added with Barnabas and Saul. Are you listening to me? No, 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 no. There were over 500 witnesses that qualified to also be apostolic representatives in the earth today. Hallelujah. Functioning in evangelism that is not merely a verbal witness, but carrying signs and wonders and miracles that are evidence of the Lord's of Christ and I will be around for decades raising up a generation of supernatural miracle workers that will invade this world with power the power of victorious Christianity not a shrinking fearful oppressed or depressed religious group but an army the likes of which no previous generation has ever known I love you I'm, I'm, I'm gonna teach I love you Africa Listen, so, so he, he, he tells them when you go, whatever, find a house that is worthy, don't go from house to house, and then whatever city they receive you, eat such things that are set before you, meaning accept their hospitality and their provision and their respect for the fact that you didn't just, you're not just a hobo or a journeyman, you really have come being sent from headquarters or from above 
We're talking about authority. How many, how many would like to see in your life nothing short of 100% dominion over the works of the devil? Yeah. Keep your hand up and shout. Okay, okay, now in order for us to have dominion this way, we have to be under dominion this way. So in order to be over, we have to be under. So we know that from the centurion who, who, who just by knowing military law and, and how, how rank works, uh, you know, had approached the Lord with messengers and etc., saying, "My son is at the or servant is at the point of death. Can we leave the seventy on the journey and come back over here and then, and then I've got Peter over there hanging on to give you the uh, explanation about the word I said about God lives in you because you know if if that kind of shook you up a little bit, just stick around. Once I give you the scripture on it, you'll calm down." And so he says, he says, I'll come and heal him. And he said, no, I am a man. Oh, I, I, know, I know what it's like to be promoted from above and be told now you are in charge of this many soldiers. And now you can tell this one go. And they go and this one comes and they come that jurisdiction, that uh, legal right, that, uh, that privilege is given to you from above. A man can receive nothing, the scripture says, except it be given him from above. But if it is given us from above, how will we believe it except there be a preacher? And how will they preach except they be sent? glory to God. So if someone is, if you can find someone sin and they can preach it to you then you will realize what you had and we're not using and you'll start using what you have because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm a man under authority. Now, now, wait a minute. Do I believe God is sovereign and almighty? Do I believe he's the Lord of heaven and earth? Now, do I want to come up under this blessed Holy Ghost umbrella and cloud and say, I am under that authority where when it showers, it's good. And when it rains, it's blessing. And, and when it comes down, it's food. And when it flows out, it's refreshing. And when it speaks, it's revival. And when it's command, it's resurrection. And when it teaches, it's reform. Hallelujah. Do I want to be under that? You may be seated, child of God, let no one fool you, especially 
yourself. Whenever, whenever you um, fall into this um, um, grazia, you fall into this thing of thinking, I've heard that before. Are you listening to me? You make what is available now non-relevant because you put it in your past. So this is, this is a human ability to disconnect from the blessing of the presence of God. And I'm going to share that even, I know, I know exactly what, where I'm at and where I'm going in the spirit, but I'm ministering today under the mantle of the prophet. And so I have to minister to everyone here and everyone here should feel like I'm talking directly to you. Are you listening to me? And, And so is God everywhere? And yet the Holy Scriptures say, where, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Well, what are you talking about, Apostle Paul? Spirit of the Lord is everywhere. Hey, what do you mean where, this, where the Spirit of the Lord is? Well, when we look at it, it says, now the Lord is the Spirit. Not a Spirit. The Spirit. <laughs> Glory to God. And where the Spirit is Lord. Not where the Spirit is remembered. Not when the Spirit is put in yesterday's lesson. Where the Spirit is Lord now. There is liberty now. There is blessing now. There is breakthrough now. Hallelujah. That's why you, when you get your miracle, you don't have to ever think twice about the sickness coming back on you or the problem coming back on you because the now is always now in the God of the now. And when the lie tries to come back, you say no to the lie and yes to the truth. Praise God forever. Sit down if you can. That's what that means for those of us that are. And the activity, I'm just so thrilled to see so many leaders from so many nations just join us regularly, daily, but especially when we're also coming to you this way. And, uh, you know, you better give. Should they give? But I'm blessed to see that the word is reaching you and helping you and drawing you to be trained by um, the prophet that the Lord sent to this this generation. And 
And um, so he said, he said, uh, I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof. Why? I perceive your authority because I'm under authority and therefore I have authority over and I have authority over soldiers. I could tell them, go do this, come do that. But I don't have authority over the, the sickness killing my servant. See, but you are under a higher authority. That's why you're functioning in manifesting the higher authority. You're under the kingdom authority. You have come to manifest the kingdom's will to reveal the Father's plan and will for humanity. I recognize that you're different. You're not the, the, the natural person. I, you're, you, you, you speak the word only. I won't, I won't even take a note. Just speak. <laughs> speak the word. Uh, I feel an anointing here. We are, we, are, we are at the precipice. We are, we are a hair spiritually away from stepping into creative word, delivering word, reforming word, changing word. Hallelujah. Not 1,000 times, but one word full of the God faith. My God. My God. And the mountain will move and the enemies will flee. And the unfruitful will wither and the temple will be cleansed and the sick will be healed. My God. My God. My God. It's all right. He's under the power of God. Hallelujah. Stretch your hands this way and say, Bronx will never be the same again. And, and so the Lord responds to that, right? Yes. Well, he's under authority. Speak the word only. Wait, wait a minute. Okay. Just, just for, for the sake of just study and learn. So now you mean speak the word under kingdom authority produces kingdom results yes. on earth. Yes. But the word that's got to be speaking the word is the word. See, that's why people have a problem with doc. Are you listening to me? Listen to me. If you have a problem with doc, you'll have a problem with Jesus. And then you'll have a problem with believing that you can allow Jesus to share himself with you. You will wait till he comes for you instead of allowing him to rise up in you. Are, 
I want you to understand this. There's only one Savior. There's only one Redeemer. There's only one that is not created. There's only one that has ever been with God. There's only one that is God. The Word of the living God. But He did not stay alone. He became so that He can in give you and I what is necessary for us to share. So I don't have to make up these words. Here's what it says. The righteousness of the law is different. It says, who's going to go up to heaven to bring help down from above or Christ down from or descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word. The word. N- not, not the verse. The word. N- not the quote. The word. with your mouth that God has raised them from the dead. Church, Romans, in the 10th chapter, Christians, when you confess he is risen, when you believe he's alive, and when you know he's in your heart and in your mouth, you are delivered, you are healed, you are saved, you are vindicated. Hallelujah! You caught that, didn't you? Because someone will say, well, Doc, Doc just said, you know, that he doesn't really believe what's written in the Bible. You're ridiculous. You didn't even understand what I said. (laughs) I have a parrot, an African gray. She can sound just like Dr. Robin. She can sound just like my brother. And she can sound just like Christy. But when I go there, I found out she's not. So, so there are a lot of people that could sound just like they know what they're talking about and quote it just like it's written in the Bible. But then when the words come out and fall and nothing happens, you know that it's a parrot. Are you learning anything? Now, what I'm saying is when we we read the Holy Scriptures and we feed on the sacred bread and we meditate on the Word of God, we are not looking at foreign or unavailable. We're looking at what by the blood of Jesus and the grace of God has become nigh to us and has Uh, sealed our internals with the claim of heaven for us. So when we look as uh, unto the Lord as in a mirror, we are changed. The Lord does not change. He cannot get better. Are you listening to me? he's, He's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. But he's inexhaustible. He's never boring. He's always got something new. It's always fresh. It's always good. It's never old hat. It's never I know that. It's never I learned that before. 
he doesn't have to change he is the most excellent but when I behold him I don't stay the way I am unless unbelief is keeping me from knowing that I have access to his provision I am changed from glory to glory you getting anything out of that lift your hands and shout Amen. Amen. All right, you may be seated. So he says, uh, um, can I come down there? That's not what he said. That's what I said. (laughs) Parenthesis. So he says, the Lord marveled at his faith. And he said, I have not what? What's another word? I have not found. So I've not seen, I've not found so great faith in Israel. You mean, Lord, you were looking for that? (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking for that. I am the word. I became the man so that my word would not be looked at as if it's just another word. When I speak a word, the word does something. I'm the one that's holding the world together. I'm the one that flung the universe into existence. I spoke and it became. I came so it would change. I am in, I am in your renovation. I am in your hallelujah. You are my workmanship. Right? So he said, I, I have not found, I have not seen this kind of faith. What kind of faith? Well, simply put, a faith that understands the, the under authority means over uh, other things. The greater the authority the lesser influence the opposition has. If your ally is a, is the ultimate superpower, then your enemy is the renegade victim. Hey! Hallelujah. And so, and, and, and so he says to them, um, uh, he, sa- he says, uh, go your way. You're, 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 you know, your servant and, uh, is made whole when he gets there, checks the time. From the moment the word was spoken, it happened. Okay. And, and so under, under, the, if, if I received it from above, if I, if I could show you above has supplied it to you and then I can, t- I can impart to you because I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift 
to the end you may be established. I long to see you that I may put in you a spiritual gratuity that will make you, hallelujah, the courage of God and the witness of heaven and, 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 and the manifestation of the redeemed in the earth. I, w- I want to not only show you, show you what you have available, I, I, I want to impart to you the understanding of enablement on how to utilize what you have. Not wonder why God doesn't do it, but work together with God in order to see his stuff done on earth as it is in heaven. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And, um, and so he finds out that the moment the word was spoken, the miracle happened. The Lord did not have to go under his roof because he understood what the Lord was under, under authority. Now this is the word of God, Christ Jesus, speaking, right? Well, is our sacred scriptures the holy word of God? What do we call this? The sacred book. We, what do we call it? The what? We call, we call this the word. Yes, the word. Well, is it one word? No. I mean, or is it, why don't we call it the words? Why don't we call it the words? Why do we call it the word? Because the body of Christ is always known. The word is a person. Yes. Are you listening to me? The, 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 the word is a person. The word is not a dialect. The word is not an opinion. The word is not a philosophy. The word is a person. And the person gets his results. Always wants to get his results. He is a person. He is the almighty person. He's the one that knows what you're called to be. That's why he wants to relay to you what you're called to be and tell you don't worry about it. You don't have the ability to make yourself that. But I brought the ability to change you and enable you to become that. Hallelujah. Glory. The word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Dividing a son of the soul and the spirits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that's not made manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. When I open the word of God, words leap out to add to the influence of the living word on the inside of me. Spirit power rises up to say, Christ has brought me into himself. I'm not only in Christ, or rather Christ is not only in me, but I am in Christ. So right now I'm walking and you don't see Christ maybe with your natural eyes but I'm in Christ how many of us can say in him we live and move and have our being glory 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 getting anything out of this so when when you when they receive you Eat such things that are set before you. Remember that? I was over here. And, uh, and heal the sick that are therein. Notice this is the healer. 
Now I go like this, but you understand I'm talking about the Lord. He, that's him. That's him on earth bodily. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's the healer. He's the deliverer. He says, now you go, and when they receive you, heal the sick that are in it. And then say, the kingdom of God has come upon you. You, you mean evidence of the kingdom is absence of the sickness? You, you mean evidence of the kingdom is absence of being demonized? Even the devils are subject to us in your name. And he told them, he said, you tell them the kingdom of God has come upon you. Now when I and you in the, in, the, in the last day are caught up and we go to heaven, there will be no demons to be subject to us in his name there. Yes. 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 He's already kicked them out of there. But he's come down here to empower you to kick him out of your life and out of your marriage and out of your relationship and out of your home and out of your family tree. Out of, hey! So, so, I need to slow down. <laughs> uh, and, and so the Lord calls unto him 72 also and he says to them now I want you to go to whatever cities these cities that I would like to go to but I can't right now you know I'm paraphrasing obvious he's three and a half years on earth he wants to go to all these cities but he's not going to be able to go just run around and be everywhere at the same time without leaving his body and he didn't come here to leave his body he came here to give his life and then raise his body so that you can know that everybody is called to have a body that lives forever also and everybody is a member of the body can somebody understand what I'm talking about up in this place amen are you understanding this so, so that's what he says. Heal the sick that are therein. In other words, demonstrate power and authority over conditions um, uh, of opposition or hardship. Do you see that? So you have that. And that is actually the greatest gift you have for the world. Do you see? The world will not wonder if they want the Lord or not once they see the goodness of the Lord. They will not wonder whether they want sobriety and sanity uh, once they see someone that was confused and afflicted, delivered instantly and come into sobriety and sanity. Once they know there is a, there is a better way than, than, than life coaches and, 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 and gurus that give you advice and 21 points to do something and seven ways to get somewhere. They realize that there is a living Savior that is in the world today. Hello. Hey. They'll want the Lord. They'll want the Lord. 
and that's why you're here. That's why you're here, and that's why some of you have had to some some through the waters and some through the flood. Are you some through the fires, but all through the blood you made it. You got here. The enemy tried his best to keep you from getting here, but you got here. He tried to keep you from IMI, but you got here. Glory. So, so he, he, he calls 70. Now, would you agree with me that they were part of his followers? He certainly didn't go out randomly just tell some people, hey, I have an idea for you. I suggest you do this. No, he spoke to people that were well acquainted with obeying him because they knew he knew what he's talking about and he knew how to do what he does. They were following him. They were part of, part of the same people that were probably involved in distributing the lunch that multiplied. There was no way 12 people could distribute to 25,000 people. Are you listening to me? Amen. So multitudes followed the Lord. Many partners that, that are named by name that gave to his ministry. And they were apostolic women. That, that It's true. Are mentioned by name. And, and so... He had, he had also an inner circle. So out of that inner circle, he chose the 72. We can see the most ancient records and recognize some of the people that were certainly of the 72. And some of them, uh, like Aquila and Priscilla, were of the 72. Junia, the, 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 the ordained minister, was of the 72. Are you listening? And many others. And so also Mark, or John Mark, was of the 72, who's also related to Barnabas. And Luke, are you listening, was one of the 72. So he didn't call foreigners. He called people that were also under his authority. Not, not that he was domineering over them, but they knew that they were receiving and learning from him things that he called them to make the vocation and the purpose of their life. Follow me and I'll make you. Yes. Are you listening to me? So, 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 so he, when he sent them to do this, they didn't go out on their own wondering if they would have the ability. If he told them go and eat, if they receive you, then they knew how to acknowledge and recognize reception and hospitality. So they knew there will be some cities that will receive them. Are you listening to me? Secondly, they also knew that then, then heal the sick that are therein. They knew that he's given them the legal right or jurisdiction in his name to get results. So when we, when what they knew, we know. Thank you. Because if the, what they knew, we know. Thank you. Because if the Lord here on earth, in his own physicality, can administer authority, how much more being highly exalted and seated at the right hand of the Father, can he now distribute authority and empowerment for you and I to move into 
this world and, and, and do the works that he does. So, so um, he says, when you heal the sick that are therein, say what? The kingdom of God is come upon you, right? And uh, so we come back rejoicing and celebrating. And the Lord says, uh, um, these things are connected. Can I paraphrase? Because I have to jump over. Or I'll just end up quoting the whole record in Luke. I have to jump over. Is that all right? And he rejoices in spirit. And he said, you've hid these things from the wise and the prudent, you've revealed them to babes. And he's quoting, listen, he's quoting, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise to still the mouth of the avenger. That means to put a muzzle on the devil's mug. That means when you, when you praise God for the availability of his kingdom results, the accuser cannot bite, cannot bark, cannot talk, cannot curse. He cannot answer praise. He has to bow to the power of the Lord. Confusion comes on the enemy of Confusion. Listen, listen to me. Some of us here, the day will not finish before you praise the breakthrough into your life. You stop praising God, and what is coming against you will get so confused and start fighting itself. And you will walk in on the valley of Barakah to gather the spoil that God has reserved for you. upon you the kingdom of God 
has come upon you. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You are in the world, but you are not of the world. You used to be a foreigner. You used to be an alien to the, to the covenants of promise. You used to be, and I used to be an alien to the blessing of the promise of God. But now we have been born to become citizens of the kingdom of God, where his kingship and his rule is greater than anything that contradicts. And we are authorized by heaven according to the faith that dwells in the Lord and is imparted to us to step into victory 100% of the time hallelujah and walk in it I said walk in it glory now I know somebody somebody will say well stuff happens you know things happen listen things happen but God changes the impact of things you, you hey, if you go through it go through it like a Christian come on let the Lord yank the violence out of the fire let the Lord shut the mouth of the lion let, let the hey let the smoke of the furnace stay away from you when you come out of that furnace nobody will be able to even smell that you've been there they'll say that ain't you you weren't in there you couldn't have been you couldn't have been there you, you couldn't have, there ain't no way there ain't no way that you you don't smell like it glory anything so part of that you say well we want the Lord to do it like that in our life well listen I am not uh, Christ is not in me only when I feel him Christ in you the hope of glory hallelujah has made you his dwelling place permanently now that's why when we come together around this word and we come we we, we come to a corporate connected unbroken anointing we church is rehearsal for heaven thank you very much glory to god it's rehearsal for heaven Hallelujah. And we, we, we come to a corporate 
presence, not only, not only is Christ in us, but we are in Christ. So now in Christ, you are in the person, in the, in the word, in the Lord, in, 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 the, in all of the definitions of who he is and what he does. Are you listening to me? Right? Okay. Well, if I'm in him, I'm in him. Are you listening to me? Now, he's not only seated bodily at the right hand of the Father, but through the omnipotence of his divinity and the presence of the Holy Spirit, he is here right now. Now, he is, uh, he is the only wise God. He is invisible, but he has immortality dwelling in the light. I don't have to see the light to confess the light because the light is God and God never goes out. So if God is here, the light is here. If the light is here, I may not see him, but I know he's here. If I'm in the light, then the darkness can't get in on what I'm in because the smoke can't get there. The lion can't get there. The devil can't get there. The darts can't get there. Glory. Are you, are you, 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 you're getting blessed by this? You're, you're in that. You're in that now. When you feel it and when you don't. When you feel it and when you don't. Now, you might get hit with an evil report or you might get disappointed because you did something great for somebody and they didn't treat you in the way that is reciprocal. I don't know. We could go through a thousand things, but you understand what I'm talking about. You, you, all of a sudden, some, you start feeling some stuff. Well, you don't have to live that for six months or six weeks or six days. Are you listening to me? You can catch that thing and say, wait a minute. Uh, I got things to do. I don't have time to sit around and mope around what Tom, Dick, or Harry did. Come on. <laughs> And so you can, you can take that thing and cast it on the Lord or you can forgive those that, 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 uh, you, you, that, that did you wrong. And immediately you can step back into the acknowledgement of where he is and step into praise like, like because a baby is innocent. Are you listening to me? So don't allow this world to rob you of your innocence. Re reborn yourself into the innocence of trust towards God. Amen? I'm talking about authority and power. I'm talking about what? Manifesting the kingdom of God on earth. Well, did Jesus manifest it with the centurion? Huh? Okay. Did the 72 manifest it when they came back and said, even the devils are subject to us? in your name. Did Jesus add to that and manifest it by saying that praise would still the mouth of the avenger and that revelation is specifically made available to babes and sucklings. <laughs> I don't want to get too smart for God that he can't use me. I don't want to become that preacher that's been there, done that, seen it all. Yes. 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 
I want to remain that preacher that is, that is not satisfied with where I've been. I want to see the Lord manifest, hallelujah, in a greater and a more powerful way than ever before. I don't want anything else. And so then I'll come back over here because I said that statement. God lives in you. I was over here. I believe I was over here. I don't know what more God can do today to show that this is not a rehearsed thing. If this doesn't change you, Jesus' ministry wouldn't have. I said that with all humility. I don't know what else God can do today to show us all that this is not a rehearsed thing. This is a divinely, prophetically orchestrated heavenly thing. You will not leave the way you came. You are going to receive an impartation. Hallelujah. I think I was over here when I said God lives in you. And the Lord told me, when, when I remind you, come back to that thing, you'll come back. And here's what Peter said. Whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises. Where are those promises? In the word. <laughs> so, so, so the word gave his words about his word. Are you listening to me? And his words are, every word is full of a word that's full of a word that's full of a word that's full of a word. Just like every breaking is full of another breaking and full of another breaking. And once everybody's full, you still got baskets full. God is never going to run out of what is fresh for your life. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you may be partakers or participants or the original Greek associates with God in his divine nature. Notice whose nature it is. It is his divine nature. It is not a sin for the redeemed to say that the redeemer has all ability to give whatever he wants to give. And if the redeemer can take his divine nature and by grace supply it to the redeemed that didn't earn it, then who is the redeemed to argue about the gift? But shouldn't we just accept his divine nature and become associates and partners with him through his indwelling that our humanity would be infused with his inspir inspirational divinity that drives out everything that is fallen hallelujah out of God because your enemy the devil is a fallen creature but Christ your savior is a risen Lord my God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Your enemy, the devil, is a crushed creature. Your ally, the Savior, is a risen Lord. So, so that through these exceeding great and precious promises that are word, that is in our what? Heart and in our what? My mouth because the word himself lives in us 
Christ in us, the hope of glory. And now if that's the case, then we are partakers with God or associates with God in his divine nature. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, we're, we're the temple of the Holy Ghost which dwells in us or we are also a habitation or a dwelling place of God through the Spirit. Huh? That, 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 that you and I according to the definition of uh, the epistles are a dwelling place or a habitation or a house of God through the Spirit. Where does God live on earth? Church. Where, where does God live on earth? Church men, church women. Are you listening to me? Somebody said, well, I don't have to go to church. Listen, you were born in church. Because you're born, you're born again. Well, how did you get born again? Accept the toe of the church into your life? Or the head of the church into your life? Hit somebody next to you and say, get a clue today. The church is not some kind of a, a business, a shack that some flunky built in order to try to get some followers. The church is the house that Jesus said upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Your enemy can't touch you, will never overcome you. You are the member, you are the family, you are the generation of the redeemed. Hallelujah. And pastors and bishops and apostles and leaders and those of us among you and around the world that serve under their anointing and under the gift that God has given them, you are not an outlaw. You're under authority, but you're not under uh, 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 arrest. You... <laughs> See, I know I'm saying things that are not popular in the earth today because everybody just want to be a Christian hippie. But God is raising up an army. Don't, don't, be, don't be telling me I believe that the greatest hour of promise in human history is upon us and at the same time be painting uh, peace signs on your VW van singing Surfing USA. Uh, I'm not looking for that crowd. I'm looking for an army of men and women that are ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm looking for somebody that's got more than a surfboard. It's got more than a VW van. Somebody who's willing to serve heaven the way they're willing to serve their country. Is there anybody in this place today? 
I love you. I'm, I'm going to get off that a little bit, but I'll go back to that thing. All, so all of you, I, I, I'll get off the analogy. You got what I'm talking about. I got nothing against surfing, except the fact that I don't have time. <laughs> or whatever else that people, you know, you know. Whatever else that, that the Doobie Brothers want to do. Anybody know what a doobie is? <laughs> and nobody in there, you know, multicultural. That's why I, I see the people of color doobie. Like, what is that? Well, that's like a spliff. You know what a spliff is? It's like a joint. You know what a joint is? It's like a zigzag that's not empty. It's, it's like a it's just the truth it's just the truth you, 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 this is good joyful but serious business isn't it so this is my point that because and you serve in your, in your nations and in your cities and you, you serve helping uh, in, in, in um, uh, winning souls um, when they come to the altar or serving in your church or giving or your tithe or sponsoring an international, whatever it is that you do, all over the world, you're, you're under that anointing, but you're not under arrest. Order, order, order it, it is, is not control. You see, people think freedom is just a kumbaya attitude there ain't no freedom in that you know how many of you remember the first time you were ever in a in a, in, in a, a uh, nation where they drive on the uh, on the wrong side yeah <laughs> they drive on the left side how many remember wave at me Okay, see how many of you wave at me. And how many of you, when you stepped off of that, that sidewalk, you almost got hit because you're looking, wait, just wave at me because you're looking at the traffic that is going on the other side and you're in another country. Are you listening to me? And so if somebody grabs you and pulls you back, that's not control. That's a friend. So don't don't let Sister Doobie or Brother Spliff go ahead and tell you go, go right ahead. Step in front of that Lowry or truck. And nobody tells me what to do. Well, what authority do you have? I have all authority because, you know, God lives in me and I read my Bible every day. Really? 
You have all authority. Did, did you accept someone as a mentor? Did you find God's voice for your life? Did you get around some people not to take from them, but to be willing to also contribute to them? Are you around the people of God, or do you see all people as the same kind of people? Are you willing to reach the lost, but also applaud the saint? Are you willing to accept your brothers and sisters rather than fight and argue about doctrine? Is there anybody in this place today? You know I'm telling you the truth. So, so when the Lord sends out the 70, they go and they do what he said based on trust in his higher info. So the word of the Lord is higher info, is higher revelation. It's even higher 99.9% .9 of the time of our understanding. Are you listening to me? That's why he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Hallelujah. And that's why it's the peace that passes that, that, that keeps your heart and mind. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so Peter said that you might be what? Partakers or participants or associates with God in his divine nature. And that's why when, when, when sometimes things happen, and things happen, distractions, uh, job relocations, uh, family situations, and all these things are necessary and, uh, or rather important. Are you listening to me? But there's nothing, nothing so important that it should be allowed an extended period of disconnection between you and your call and you and your anointing and you and the house of worship that God has planted you in. Nothing. Are you listening to me? Nothing. You say, why? You see, if there's a situation you can't do anything about when you get there, are you listening to me? Why should you, why should you go and get there and do nothing about it? Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? So often it's a selfish thing. So often it's a selfish thing. Do you know any saints? I'm talking about Christians that love the Lord. Wave at me. Do you have a loved one? that has gone home to be with the Lord? Yes. Do you have loved ones that you know that have gone home to be with the Lord? Yes. And, 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 and how many of you can say, you know at one point they decided they wanted to go? Just wave at me. Yes. Now if you're on the foreign mission field doing something for the king and you heard news about a loved one, you have a decision to make. Now, if they want you to come and see them, you go and see them. But if they don't care about that and they want you to go ahead and keep on saving souls and you just leave what you're doing and come back to see them, who are you doing it for? They don't care if they see you. They're going to leave and go be with the Lord. You're going so that you can get a last look for yourself. When you vacate your call for yourself, you're moving in the wrong direction, hippie.
I know that's a radical analogy, but it's nothing that we have not walked in and walked through. Are you listening to me? When the Lord told Dr. Robin to forsake all and follow him, her entire family thought we were a cult. They said that man you married is a Middle Eastern cult leader, and he's a, and, 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 and you're going to wake up 18 years from now and say, what in the world have I done? It's been almost 34 years, and every single member that listened ended up accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, including her 88-year-old mother that is alive and healthy and is a believer in the Lord. Glory to God. So, so, so when, when, when we were still in California, we lived there, um, um, uh, Brother Bob, her, her dad, called, and they were just, all of the air was sucked out of their balloon. Can I use personal analogy to help you? See, if I preach what I don't live, don't listen. But if I preach what I live, then listen. No, no, no arrest. Follow the spirit, but also follow the call. And they called and they, they had found a, a, a tumor in, 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 in uh, Bob in his, behind his jaw that is the size of a tennis ball. That's what he said. And they gave him X amount a month to live unless he immediately goes on, 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 and he's completely at that time an alcoholic. He lived his entire life working in a high paying government position in order to get early retirement and play golf and and for the, that was his plan. Nothing wrong with plan, but he didn't know Jesus. Are you listening to me? And, and he, you know, I had to be rough with him a couple times. You know, because, you know, not being saved kind of makes you a little bit loony. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 not you, I'll, but I, the Lord will probably bring it back when I come back over here sometime. <laughs> and I'll tell you what I mean by that. So they called us, and, and we're in, in Lake Arrowhead, and, and we, we come home from the road, and it's on, in those days, on the machine, you know. And uh, mom, uh, Lee, uh, Grandma Lee, her mother is crying and, and weeping and all that, and, and uh, they, Bob has got cancer and so on. So I pick up the phone and call him. And on the phone, they live in... Uh, in uh, Napa Valley, California, that's Northern California, and we're in Southern California. And I get on the phone and I said to him, I said, well, can I pray? I said, what did the medical community, what did the doctors say? He said they, they could shrink it to the size of a golf ball, but that's about it. I, I said, that's all they can do. He said, yeah. I said, there's nothing else they can do. He said, no. I said, well, if I prayed for you and you allowed me to and that tumor completely and totally disappears when they check it 
Will you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Now I'm following the Holy Spirit. And he says, yes. And I said, and you'll serve the Lord. He said, yes, he's very desperate. So I prayed, and then we went on uh, ministering and going out, and we came back, and on that, that machine and the voicemails, it's like, it happened just, and, and it's, it's both of them. He's in the background, and, and, um, and um, Lee is, is talking. It happened just like you said, and the doctors can't find it, and it's completely gone, and, 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 and you know, Robert is healed, and, 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 uh, and, and we, we just, just happened just like you said, and they were all excited. So I'm thrilled about the whole thing. I'm thrilled. And, um, and um, t- t- today I'm going to invite you into the family get you right into our living room and and, and office of prayer so you can know how to walk through some stuff because today every single thing that you are tempted to worry about or to think you're going to tolerate or have to carry or have to struggle to overcome is going to be dealt with and put in its proper place as the kingdom of his power in your life. So, so we, we, uh, we're out ministering and, uh, you know, it wasn't months, months. It wasn't even months. And, uh, they're in their big old whatever trailer home, right? And uh, motor home, m- motor home, yeah, that's, there's two different things, yeah. No, they had houses and everything, they, mobile home. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a mobile home. And they're like traveling and, you know, uh, gin and tonic came in and just partying away, just partying away. Just, just gone back, just gone back to that. It's totally gone back to that. And, um, and um, we're like, this is crazy. The guy, we made a deal. You know, I told him. <laughs> but you just, what? Believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved and your whole house. Yeah. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit in this place. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so we're in, uh, in South Africa um, a few years later, and we are like, we, we normally would go twice a year, and we would spend like three, four weeks uh, in the keynote cities in South Africa. Well, so one of the pastors that's here today and some of the, from South Africa. What part? From, you're from Durban. Welcome, welcome. 
And then the other young man was 13 years old in Cape Town. So we were, we, we actually, this happened in Durban. We were in Durban in, 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 in crusade and um, a uh, Dr. Robin was very moved upon by the spirit to pray and intercede, not knowing anything had happened. And uh, um, she saw a vision with her eyes open and she saw a hospital room and she saw the window of that hospital room looking out and there were mountains and beautiful sceneries outside of a hospital room which is very abnormal. How many know that's not normally what is outside of the hospital room window? And, uh, and, um, and she saw uh, Robert or Bob, her dad, on the bed and saw Jesus walk in, take his heart out, and then squeeze a, um, a blockage that is in his heart. Of course, spiritual things are spiritual. They're supposed to relay to you a message of what God is doing. Does that make sense? And what the Lord was showing her is that he's supernaturally taking out the cause of the heart attack that actually, listen to me, killed him. And he came, he came back from the dead. He, he, they revived him. And uh, so from Durban, we, 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 we had a morning meeting. I believe we had a night meeting when we got to, after that afternoon, got to the night meeting. One of the Bible school students came and told Dr. Robin, do you have a father? Yes. Well, the Lord spoke to me today and he said, he's healing your father. I don't know if that means anything to you. And Dr. Robin just laughed and said, yeah, when we got home that night, we got home late enough because it's, it wasn't night, it was early morning. You can't, you finish the meetings at 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning, you go to the hotel, you're all buzzed out, you know. <laughs> in the spirit amen hallelujah you're you're high on the most high and um, and so she calls she calls uh, her mother when she does she said mom uh, I saw a vision and I saw a window, and it's a hospital room. And in front of that window, there's th these mountains and these trees and, and this scenery. And I saw Jesus, um, you know, grab dad's heart and, and healed him. And does that make sense to you? And she started crying on the phone. She said, I cannot believe you're calling me from Africa. I am standing right now in the room, looking out of the window that stares at the very mountains and trees that are there. Your father started struggling, yelling and screaming, no, no, leave me, let me go. And then he died. And when they revived him, he shared to, with me or told me that evil spirits were grabbing him and trying to drag him to hell. So they revive him and he comes back around and, and he's alive and we get to uh, visit them a couple of years later. By now the story changes. Now I'm here in front of you and we're back at the loony thing, see? If you do not believe 
This is a non-rehearsed sermon. Are you listening to me? I don't even know if, 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 if you know, I should get into family uh, that much. And so we're sitting there, and her grandmother and grandfather, her grandmother is born again. She, was, she got born again in our 2411 tent, even though she wasn't allowed to come up to the altar call because her husband just grabbed her hand and just hung on to her, repeated the sinner's prayer after me, and came out younger than she walked in. She said, I feel so much energy. I'm so young. Praise the Lord. And uh, mom, Christine, got her filled with the Holy Ghost, probably. Are you following this? I'm, I'm talking about my mother. Got her. So, so the grandmother saved. The grandfather doesn't know God from, you know, anything. But he just, you know, he, he's like, look, Jesus helped you, Robin. He need to do something for Bob because he's just drinking too much. I mean, he just, just almost died. And he's like drinking so so we're sitting at the table and the story has changed the mom is there she knows what happened I, I, and I said to him I said well you know the devil tried to take you to hell he said no he didn't no he didn't he said I said but but you died and and he said yeah and there's no such thing as heaven or hell I died and all I saw was nothing but black and I said, well, that's probably because you weren't dead long enough. <laughs> Do you believe that man tried to get up and, and cock his fist? Are you kidding me? You want me to knock you into the heaven you don't believe in? But see, that, that's loony, you know, and, and so uh, Robert, right, sit down, he's like, I don't have to sit here and listen to this. I said, yes, you do. We're having dinner together, and this is all I talk about. <laughs> and, and, and so then, then, you know, he goes... And he goes on, and it was a, a number of years down, down the line, and he gets checked into the hospital, and he's in the hospital. He's in, 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 uh, in, in pretty bad shape, but he's laying in the bed, and we don't know anything about it, and he sees an angel. And um, this man, who is a, literally a self-confessed agnostic or atheist, sees an angel, are you listening? And he's so convinced that he sees an angel and whatever that angel communicates to him that he says, please come, Robin, and bring Christian and come over here. I need to accept the Lord Jesus into my life and I want you to pray for me. And we, walk, we flew over there, walked into that hospital, introduced him to the Lord and the Lord to him and the Lord saved him and kept him around. And for three days before he went peacefully later on to be with the Lord, for three days or nights, he would be sitting down in his living room sober not on anything with his wife and they would see a cross of light 
show up on the wall with absolutely no reason for it to come uh, through an illusion or a light or whatever and stay there all night after three nights he went home to be with the Lord because you believe on the Lord Jesus you will be saved and your house somebody shout hallelujah glory Amen. And, uh, and so that's the kingdom of God manifesting, isn't it? Now, now, you know, he got it the hard way. He got it the hard way. He had to live a rough life and go through the bumps and stuff in life when he could have gotten into... The, the, the kingdom and gone into the ways of the Lord much earlier than that but he got it Be, because because um, he had family and we are family to the world we're also family to the world are you listening to me we pray for those who, who, who hate us, who, who try to despitefully use us. We bless those that curse us. Think about it. It's very abnormal. It's supernatural. Are you listening? We should get an award of some kind. And being international, we should get a global award of some kind. Hallelujah. You know, preferably something that can, you know, uh, help us do more for God and in God. But our source is not the world. And our reward is never the appreciation of the world. Matter of fact, it's a grave warning when everybody speaks well of you. Beware. And Jesus said, Look out. <laughs> when, when, when everybody's like, Who, yeah, I'm on that boat, yeah, you probably need to examine the message. <laughs> Pastor Christie, did you time me? I did, sir. And? No, is that the truth? Or? Yes, that's why I didn't want to show you. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, I, I um, have compassion for the people. <laughs> and you know I do because last night I had mercy on you. I said, Christy, I said, I, said, I said, daughter, you go and tell them the truth because this afternoon we, we went... Um, it, and just it was so powerful and so anointed and everything and I said if I go back I'm going to intend fully to go a short season of time but I'll step into that anointing and we won't get out of there till whenever so 
here's the order of the service and stay within that context. And that's what? Delegated authority. Are you listening to me? And so if, if, if daughter was like, oh, heck, I do whatever I want to do. I was led by the Holy Spirit. And I get away with it a couple times after that. <laughs> Amen. You'd be boycotted from this lectern for quite a while. <laughs> Amen. 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 Because you may be the pharmacist, but you better just give the people what the doctor prescribed. Now, now, to be fair, there are times when the Lord just says, give it to Pastor Christie and wh- whatever the Lord, isn't it? Yeah. And you do whatever the, the Lord wants you to do, do it. But when we're in a week of meetings and your health and your vitality and your, your, your energy is important to God and, and us, we're in a marathon. Does that make sense? And... Um, so I wanted to make sure that you got out of here, and you did only, you got out of here around 9.40, I mean, out of here. Am I correct? Because I was attending. And then, of course, you, you were fellowshipping and doing everything else you needed to do, but she did a great job. And Always, always does a great job. Always. Always does a great job. And we can thank uh, Dr. Robin for being the kind of mentor and mom that she is. Amen. And we love you, Dr. Robin. Hallelujah. All right. I will read a verse of scripture and then we'll take a a portion of break fellowship. Uh, Is there food or or something or what I don't, nobody told me nothing. (laughs) There is. So, the, so, the, so if you notice that it took in the life of um, these people an under, the, these Bible references, an understanding of the authority of the higher and prioritizing that brought them into the results of the will of God. It took also in the life of Robert um, coming to his senses and eventually accepting the ultimate authority of the higher in order to bring him into, does that make sense? The, the kingdom of God. And um, now when the Lord came and he, as I mentioned yesterday morning, became uh, man and was God man, um, manifesting and, and revealing God the Father to humanity through the image of the only begotten or 
who would become the firstborn. Does that make sense? He was always and he always will be, but he took on a body, didn't he? He, the word has always been with God and the word was always God and God was always the word. God was never wordless. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he's the only begotten. He is of the same uh, uh, substance with the father and he is the express image of the father's person and he's the brightness of God's glory. But he said a body has now prepared me and he infused the body with his indwelling. We call it the incarnation or the embodiment or the, the, uh, the uh, uh, humanity of Christ or the become flesh. The word flesh there is also the word materiality and the word physicality. And throughout the New Testament there is a word in the Greek sarks when it talks about flesh it's talking about physicality or materiality does that make sense so now if Christ came only to save my soul and it had nothing to do with my physicality that would be good enough do you see what I mean but if he came to save my soul and then share his quality of physicality with mine that through him I'm healed through him I'm healthy through him I'm strong does that make sense if he paid for that well shouldn't I submit myself to that higher authority and accept that the salvation that began would continue and and work so that in my physicality I begin to resemble his condition of conduct so the de even the desires of the physical change because the desires of the physical come from the condition of the heart if I teach any 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 more doctrinally you know you, you'll just take these titles and write books like most of you've been doing the problem is, is you put your name on it. <laughs> Are you understanding? So, so he's, the Lord says it like this. Listen, either make the tree good and his fruit good. Or the tree evil and his fruit evil. Call everything the same thing. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things glory to God and so he says it's not what enters the man that defiles him but what comes out of the man because it comes out of the heart he's talking about it listen don't just wash your hands before you eat the meal because you think you're doing God some spiritual service are you listening to me? Sometimes you got to eat while you're on the ministry road. Thank you very much. You got to bless that thing and eat. And if you eat any deadly thing, it shall not hurt you. Thank you very much. It, and, but he says because it comes out of the heart, out of the heart 
comes murders. Out of the heart comes adulteries. Out of the heart comes prejudice. Out of the heart come these things. And those things that come out of the heart and get into the mouth and get into the mind, those things defile the body. James said, with your mouth you bless God and with your mouth you curse men these things ought not to be and he says the tongue is, is when it's not under um, the authority of God not under arrest but under the authority of God are you listening to me defiles the whole body so if somebody's standing on the altar and preaching that your body is a nasty anti-God your the sinful flesh is your problem they are really misdirecting your faith your faith should be against your enemy who's got nothing in you he doesn't own your body your body has been paid for by your Redeemer and when your heart is full of the good treasure of his presence, he will in turn transmit that spiritual uh, condition into a physical experience. And your body will experience the holiness of his sanctifying presence. Now, it's not in the clothes. It's not in the hairdo. It's not in the do not of the makeup. It, that's not what holiness is. Holiness is the presence of the Holy One of Israel in your life. If you believe it, jump up and shout hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Glory. Glory. These are holy hands. I'm lifting up holy hands. He works through these hands, and so these hands are holy. Do you, do you remember that song, anybody? Praise the Lord. You don't have to go too far back to see the body of Christ confessing that human beings have holy hands. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. The resident is holy. The house will be cleansed. God will power wash you. Glory. Glory, 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 glory. So stand up to your feet, please. And we will just read this verse and I'll give you a break. I'll just give you a break. Uh, this is after the resurrection of the Lord. His appearance to us after he spent 40 days um, among um, um, showing up and being seen of many. And um, um, he's talking to us in Acts chapter 1, and it says uh, um, where he showed himself alive in verse 3 by uh, showed himself alive after his death or his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them or us. Someone say us. us. Because humanity is humanity. <laughs> and uh, just as we have a natural ancestry, how many know you have a family tree? Yes. Well, how many of you know you have a spiritual family tree? Yes. 
It goes all the way to the upper room. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and, and so, and it goes all the way to the ministry of the Lord. It began in the Lord himself revealing to humanity what humanity is. Being seen of them 40 days and, here it is, read it out loud. So he is speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And before I dismiss, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pray. And immediately after that, the faith level of everyone that had been around the Lord went up to, let's, will you establish now the kingdom to Israel? Notice how the Lord did not pull back or half preach what is available, but fully preached what is available to where the, the body of Christ at that time, the believers at that time, eschatologically jumped all the way into what would establish the, the millennial reign of Christ because they saw no reason why not their faith was lifted up to a level they did not major in what God does not do they majored in all that God does and they were like why not now before today is over you won't say how you'll say why not now hallelujah Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouch Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com, and we'll see you next week.